It's the Woolly Mammoth Revival with me, Simon Hoban, from BBC Radio and Mike Ward, the Daily Stars TV critic, the podcast where we talk about things that we deem not to be quite right. And you can get involved as well by following us on Twitter or sending suggestions to Twitter at Simon Hoban or at Mike Ward on TV. And Mike, let's hear your first thing this week that you don't think is quite right. Well, let's actually let's start with the Twitter thing. Yeah, because, you know, you've just read out your Twitter. I believe the, the, the youth of today call them handles. Correct. And and mine. I suspect that anyone listening to this has probably already forgotten those because, you know, like most things on the radio, they wash over you, don't they? It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's quite natural. You don't sit there with a notepad taking notes or everything. No. As a rule. So what I thought I'd do is I would actually find us a, a Twitter account okay. and create one for this show, for the Woolly Mammoth Revival. Have you ever tried to sort of go for a very specific name other than your own on Twitter and create an account? Or did you just create your own and that was enough and you haven't gone beyond that? There wasn't another site. I didn't have to do Simon underscore Hoban at one. Which is nice. Yeah. You got, there, you got in there first. I, I must have got that first, yeah. There can't be many other on Twitter. There's loads of Mike Wars all over the world. But I tried everything for the Woolly Mammoth Revival. And I'm sure people are trying to do it for, in other contexts now. are finding now that Twitter's been going, what, it's about 10 years? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much impossible. I've tried I tried Woolly Mammoth Revival. Bit long, probably wouldn't have had enough letters for it anyway. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do Woolly. Right. Couldn't do Mammoth. Couldn't do Revival. Couldn't. <laughs> I tried something WMR. And somebody already got it, and it, it looked a bit dodgy, so I didn't do that. Okay. And just about every, and then I tried anything. I just tried random things like f- flying chocolate bar or anything. I just pluck, yeah. plucking surreal expressions and words. I, 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 yeah. Everything's taken. And the most frustrating thing is that when you find something that's taken that's really close to what you want. It's nearly always taken by somebody who's tweeted about once in yeah. the last five years. <laughs> yeah. So they hogged that brilliant name. And not, they're not using it. You know, it's it's sort of like you feel like you want to be a squatter. Can we contact them and ask uh, them if they'd give it up to I us? I don't know. It's worth a try. They'd, they'd want money, though, wouldn't they? Nobody's going to just say, oh, yeah, go on, have it. Well, they're, it, they're not getting money. Isn't this a bit like when the internet first arrived on the scene and people were buying up domain names yes. or taking domain names like, you know, ICI.co.uk I, or, well, I did think or that, IBM? This seems to be more kind of just chaotic. It doesn't look like somebody's... Because I'm not picking... You know, uh, Woolly Mammoth isn't something that's going to necessarily have an awful lot of... Um, Commercial no. value. Well, I guess it might <laughs> if you call your company that. But you know, these just seem to be it's just so frustrating. Who who has Woolly Mammoth in their handle then? Right. Well, shall I um, shall I call it up now? So, yeah. Let's find it. I think the problem we've got as well with people finding our handle is that it's difficult to know. <laughs> who uh, yeah. It's difficult to know how many double letters are in Woolly and yes, Mammoth. Yes, I know. I'm, I, that's one of the reasons why I wasn't good because I have to think twice. Yeah. Woolly does have two L's. It does. Okay. Two so L's. I've just put up looked up Woolly. Um, there's Woolly Mammoth. TC, which is a theatre company. Okay, that's quite reasonable. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. I don't mind that. No, I think they'll be established. We can't ask them to give up their no, entire theatre company. 10,000, nearly 11,000 followers. Uh, How many mammoth Twitter handles can there oh, be? I mean, there's, there's, there's loads of mammoths. Uh, mammoth Mountain, Tranquil, Mammoth TC, Mammoth, Subbully Mammoth, Visit Mammoth, Mammoth Lakes, Sandy the Mammoth. So loads. So the upshot of all this is I haven't done it. So No, um, so we still need a Twitter handle. You need something that's not only memorable, but easy to spell. It's a bit like when you're giving your email address to somebody with a domain name at the end of it. 
if you have to at any point spell something or say, oh, but that's got an underscore or this, then it's not working. Speaking of business names, though, and tricky names, yes. this leads me to mine, which is business names and propositions that you think, oh, that's not going to work. It really, that won't work. And I can tell you this, I can save you a year of hell while you try and get this business afloat and you're going to fail. This is a, a cafe yeah. where I live and they've called themselves the Fitness Food Shack. Attempting to tap in, if you, if you do the initials of that, yeah. attempting to tap into the kind of tech speak. But it's, oh, it, it's okay. tech speak that doesn't oh. really work if you're thinking about an attractive place to go and eat. Yes, it's the wrong, it, it, it's, it's not, it's, it's taking you down the wrong route. It really, is. In, thought, in the thought process. The image that, that they want to, I mean, you know, the market is fitness people. Yeah. But um, I just think that's a negative, it's a negative connotation, isn't well, it? Well, the only time people, if you've done a lot of exercise and your blood sugar's low and you're in a bad mood. <laughs> You might maybe find that's some, what you think. But by and large, which I guess is their target market, isn't it? Yes. But and, did and you they... sort of want to go and tell them? Do you? Did you, you said, look? Can I just say? Well, I... I know what you're trying to do here, but it's not going to work. Yeah, and, and they were putting up a sign, and they've got this kind of cartoon image of a chicken. Because clearly yeah. the fitness market's all about chicken and protein, yeah. isn't it, and all that. And they've got this kind of cartoon chicken that doesn't look great either. Oh. So the whole kind of thing's a bit so ramsh- it's a mess. It is a little bit, yeah. Well-intended mess, but a mess And I haven't seen anyone go in. It's a bit like when my dad came back. My dad was a bit of a Dell boy. He would buy bits and bobs. Yeah. And once he came back with a load of rugby shirts uh-huh. in, in bin bags that he was going <laughs> to sell at a market, and I thought, oh, right, these, these might fly off the shelves you know is people like a rugby shirt but they were kind of they weren't proper branded names of the teams uh, they were fake names it was oh, like no. the wigan super dreadnoughts or something yes know? and i just thought even though people might be short of a bob or two people don't like cheap stuff when it's obviously, obviously cheap, cheap. No, yeah the whole point of the whole attraction of the sort of counterfeit market is that it could be mistaken for the real thing exactly. that costs, costs thousands yeah so a kind of fake team name <laughs> so you're, you're you're in a way Kind of going around like a sort of a dragon's den. I feel like person. I feel like I'm a Theopophetus. Yeah, to you're, these wander- guys. you're wandering around. He's not on him on it anymore. He's not. No, he's left ages. But think he's the big tall guy. Like him on, on it. Um, but yeah, you, you are wandering around seeing this stuff. Julie and I, when we're wandering around Brighton, have this saying that we've had for years. When we saw lots of lovely new independent stores do open up in one particular part of uh, Brighton, which we're particularly fond of. But we look at each other a lot of these, and we just say. Give it six months. Yeah, give it six months. I know, it's horrible. <laughs> and it's and you don't mean it in a nasty way, but you just think, oh, lovely. Mm. But years ago, probably about I reckon about twenty odd years ago, when I my early in our early days of living in Brighton, there was a poster issued by the local traders. I think they all clubbed together, yeah. and it was a lovely, beautifully designed poster, sort of proper full blown poster size, where it had all these little independent shops, and they all bought a little box, a little square in it. So it had a sort of like a patchwork effect that you put on your wall, and it's all the wonderful traders or whatever. And we ended up playing this kind of almost like a bingo as they one by one they closed down and and, and whatever. Oh, no. And it's you know, and I don't mean that in a nasty way, but sometimes you can think that one was never going to work yeah yeah although hank said that some stores that you think that's never going to work last for ages one that has only recently closed down a bead shop it just sells beads wow not not, not beads on strip well i think it might have done visa but it's literally you walk in and there's just drawer upon drawer of beads and you would literally buy the string or whatever you wanted to thread them on and it lasted for Blimey. Well, good 20-odd years. Vegetarian shoe shop, that's been there since <laughs> since as long as we've lived here. That's a non-leather, non-leather shoe shop. Yeah. I think if you become the world's number one in beads, you can survive. <laughs> yeah, I think that's if, what if they you're must have really, done. really niche, yeah. so niche that, no, that, that you know that there is a demand for this, but nobody else can be yeah, bothered anywhere. to satisfy that demand. Yeah. 
Can you hear that scratching? Well, yeah, what's that? You've been a... my, my dog's just has this every so often mad moment where she decides to sort of just rearrange bedding and and furniture. And it's really? she, can f- she can fold, she can do that kind of it's, thing. It's my towel. Tills, what are you doing, darling? There you go. Thank you. I like the um, idea of actually just kind of making your bed there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a nice corner on it there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but I think it's quite good that you are, you are sort of, you care. I'm about looking out places. for it. And I'm you're looking, looking out for them. And I think if you popped in and occasionally just, you know, had a quick word with some of these businesses over the counter or, you know, walked up to a shopkeeper and said, Can I, I've just got a couple of minutes. I thought you might like my advice <laughs> yeah. as an expert on these things. You know, yeah. I've lived a bit. I can see what comes and goes and what works and what doesn't. So, uh, They'll heed, appreciate heed, that. Heed my advice. See, see how you get on. Excellent. I'll try it. Might be the last one we do this. Who knows? <laughs> uh, what else have you got, Mike? What else have I got? The uh, the football fixtures. The football fixtures came out. What a um, day. Um, well, yes, sort of. Do you know what? My, my, the first, um, when the Premier League fixtures came out and I looked and uh, somebody texted me and said, got Man City, opening day, Man City at home. Brilliant. I thought, yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting sort of communications. I think the second one was from you. Yeah. Actually, about the date of the Everton game, which, of course, we will get together for. That goes without saying. But then start, people sort of say, well, what about this? And I said, oh, no, God, it's like a whole season. Because we've just been promoted to the Premier League, it probably is part of it. And there's a sort of level of excitement there. Yeah. But it's still June and it's really hot or has been. It's still not so much you know, while we're doing this today, certainly not where I am anyway. And you know what? A part of me can't really be bothered. <laughs> it seems like so much effort to work out, oh, can I afford, would I be able to afford this? And I've got to put that into the diary sort of like six months ahead and Sky might move it. And oh, yes, yeah, demanding. You know, it's quite a relief over the course of the summer. Two reasons not having to, not having to organise that and not having to get upset about or anxious about things. Because one of the great things about when there's no football on, or certainly no football on, that I care about is that my anxiety levels go right down. I, you know, there is That's a part true. of me that actually, even during the season when it's not a match day, I think, oh, God, we could, you know, when it's like, you know, the cup or, you know, there's, a, yeah. there's an international break, I thought, oh, I don't have to worry. Don't have to get anxious. Don't have to get yeah. worried. Yeah, you, you know that your emotions won't be pulled in, in either yes. of the extreme directions. I know. Like and whether I, it be anger or excitement. And exact, that's quite nice, isn't it? Exactly. And I know that if football makes me, as we've had in countless conversations before, football can make me a numpty and it can get me quite anxious. Even to the point of, you know, just turning up and, you know, getting irritated by stewards, <laughs> you know. And I just think, oh, you know, I quite like the me that doesn't have any football yeah. in his life. Well, this is why I like the tennis. That's my second favourite oh, as well, because yeah, yeah. I've not got any allegiance to anybody in particular. So I can just enjoy the games for what they are. You know, yeah. I mean, I'll randomly select an allegiance throughout the game, but it doesn't matter that much to me. So that the disappointment if they lose is only very mild. There is a good thing, and I think there's a great thing, a lot to be said about sports that you care about only for as long as somebody who you want to want to, to do well is doing well. And as soon as they're not, yeah. whether it's an individual or a team... You can say, oh, it's only tennis, I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, know. so you just invest that tiny bit in it, yeah. don't you? Sports where you can be really quite shallow in, in your level of support. You just basically milk the glory mm. if that's somebody, you, or you know, if it's your country yeah. or club, you, you sort of put some vague allegiance behind. And then if they don't do well, you just remind yourself that you're not that bothered anyway. Well, I always think rugby fans are like this, England rugby fans in particular. Yeah. 
And I think it must be a nice disposition to be in. They always seem happier in the stadium. I mean, they can actually drink in rugby games. And, yeah. and I think, I'm sure it's why there's a lot less yeah. uh, violence or, or aggro associated with it. Cricket, yeah, you can just go. Because I, I don't think their allegiances are as fierce as they are in football. Oh, they're not. I but, mean, you go, to, you go to, you know, certainly, I can't speak for rugby. I don't think I've ever been to a rugby match. But you go to cricket and, you know, everybody just sits anywhere. There's no, there's no segregation. <laughs> you imagine and, segregation at a county cricket game. Yeah. We're going to do those Durham blads over to that. <laughs> well, there's never, I mean, in all honesty, it's wrong to say there's never any away fans, but to all intents and purposes, there are no away fans at cricket. Because, <laughs> no. you know, honestly, it's only cricket who can be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the philosophy uh, off the record. You know, I think the only time that anyone goes home in an ambulance or you know it's in certain yeah, area there is yeah. when they forget their sun hats at the county. Yes, cricket. absolutely. <laughs> You're That's... going home in a Lancaster ambulance because yeah. you've forgotten your sun. You're going to burn, mate. <laughs> yeah. So you can never really get passionate. I, I went through a phase of actually trying to get quite passionate about cricket as a sort of alternative, and I realised that actually there is no scope to be passionate. You can't. You can't follow it. You couldn't. I was even thinking of sort of writing a diary of a season, but you can't because, for example, your your team exists in at least three different forms. You know, there's the five the county game is it four days or five i can't even remember five and <laughs> just there you go see uh then there's the 50 over version which some of the players have a contract to play at one yeah. type of game and not the other and then you know and then suddenly that player that you've been following is is playing in india for some completely different team and then in, in australia for some completely different <laughs> team and then he's back as your as your captain and then he's not playing in that version of the game because he's not got a contract for that version of the game and then you think well i can't go and watch them play because it's on a thursday <laughs> you know just saying to you other half you know i'm just just off the match. See yeah. you next week. <laughs> and if you do go to those games, by all accounts, on the, you know your average county cricket four or five day sorry five day game, it's, it's only a handful of people there anyway. And then mm. they're sitting there sort of asleep a lot of the time, or in the bar, yeah. or doing that weird thing they do at cricket where they keep a scorecard. They actually have a pen, pen and paper. Really. And they fill in the scores. You think we don't need to do that? Somebody else is doing that for you. It's all there <laughs> yeah, on that it's big board thing. It's completely wasted exercise. Mm. There you go. My other one for today, my final one for today, is to do with the fact that people aren't always nice. This is what I don't no, find I quite right. But there also there's a willingness on the part of some people to always see the best in people. And oh, I think no. you've got to stop doing this because yeah. you know you're, you're just getting the wool royally pulled over your eyes. Um, and the, the two sublime examples I've got are the Ariana Grande concert, benefit concert, where uh, obviously they were doing a big gig for the victims of the Manchester bombing, yeah. and 10,000 people applied even though they weren't eligible to apply. Yeah. I thought, there's a good example of you know human nature at its darkest. Yeah. And on a more benign level was a story this week that travel agents are warning that the cost of foreign holidays could be pushed up because yeah. they're paying out tens of millions of pounds for fake sickness claims. The industry's paying out. Hotels in Spain and Turkey have said they may stop taking British tourists on yeah. all-inclusive packages because the number of claims for food poisoning compo has risen five-fold in the past four years. And I thought, yeah. we need to stop imagining that everyone has got the, the best of good intentions because yeah. they haven't, generally. But also, I think we've got to stop feeling bad if we think that about people. If yeah. we think gen in broad in broad terms, there will always be some bad people in the human race. Mm. And I think this, you know, I think if you are able to accept that, yeah. And acknowledge that thinking that doesn't make you a bad person. I think that's quite healthy because it actually enables you to have a more uh, an honest but ultimately well-meaning sort of outlook 
That's on, right. On, on, you know, because otherwise you just assume that you, you just assume that everybody's lovely and, and good natured and, and have you know has a sort of public spirited and yeah, and civic minded and they're right. not and you know people are on the make and on the take and they will get yeah. stuff and especially if it's offered for free that people will take free stuff or there's something they can get yeah. out of something they will do it a lot yeah. of the time. Straight there's a program on the telly called um, which I think illustrates this. It's called Can't Pay, We'll Take It Away. Yeah. And on that, many some of them are really sad, unfortunate cases. And, yeah. You know, your heart oh, goes yeah, out yeah, to them. Yeah, but yeah. On, on others, you know, they get aggro they say I'm not paying I can't pay I just simply can't pay this and then as soon as the coppers turn up when it all gets better we go oh, right here's yeah. your credit card how much do you want you know yeah. and I just think well for the last 25 minutes you've been arguing pretty vociferously and angrily that you just couldn't do this impressive and now you have I'm saying that's impressive though 20, if they can keep that going <laughs> yeah, you have a sort of do. grudging admiration for people who can lie lie their bottoms off <laughs> yeah for that long. and plausibly yeah. for that long. Yeah, it is actually quite... I couldn't do that. It's quite a, quite a skill, quite <laughs> just, an art. Just, I'd sort of end up... Oh, yeah, I can't get this up, sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll do about sort of 30 seconds. Oh, OK, <laughs> yeah. yes. take the telly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. On which I now can't watch. Can't pay, we'll take it away. There you go. That has been the Woolly Mammoth Revival. We'll have another one for you next week. In the meantime, subscribe for free at iTunes or SoundCloud. <laughs>